Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. That's what I was looking for right there. Okay, now we are ready, brothers and sisters. Again, please start inviting people and sharing this live feed right now, brothers and sisters. Please start sharing this live feed right now. We're talking about faith tonight. Forwarding all issues towards heaven. Forwarding all issues towards heaven. That's what we're talking about tonight on tonight's Bible show, Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. I'm excited. I want you to be excited enough to share this live feed because there are people out there that, that's going through something right now. And they're looking for a way out. And they don't know, they don't, they don't really understand the word of God. They understand the praising, the singing, the shouting, but they don't understand the words. So in order for us, brothers and sisters, to help you deal with the struggle and the trials that you're going through in life, we've got to teach you what the word says, brothers and sisters. Because, see, that is your protection. That is your shield and your buckler when you are going through something. And so we want to make sure that you are equipped with the necessary tools that you need, brothers and sisters, in order to protect yourself when you're going through that divorce or when you're going through that death in your family, whether it's a, a, a child or a parent or a husband or wife or a sister or a brother, we want you to know that we all go through things. All of us fall short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. And if someone tries to jump in and makes you think that they're perfect or tell you that they're perfect or tell you that you're going to hell, no, brothers and sisters, that's not the person that you want to be listening to. Because we all are doing something. Even Jesus, when he was here in the flesh, he said, why callest thou me good? There is none good but the Father. So we know we struggle. We know we have issues. When we start learning this thing and we're new at it, we're going to struggle. We're giving up some of the things that we used to do. It's hard. We're going to fall. But we get back up. <clears throat> And we come back into the fold. Brothers and sisters, it's, it's tough. Man, I'm telling you. I was, in, I was just in Jamaica, and they, one of their biggest parties was Saturday. And <clears throat> I'm over sitting on a lawn chair trying to put together the Bible lesson where everybody in a phone pool partied. It was tough, brothers and sisters. And... Um, Man, I'm telling you, it's just a struggle. None of us are perfect, brothers and sisters. We're all going through this thing. But the faith is the key point that we want to make on this show. You know, uh, peace and blessings to everybody out there. We got the wake-up show in the building. Salute to my brother Aza. Uh, Bomb of Gilead is in the building. Israel of God is in the building. And we're going to go ahead and get into our prayer so we can start this thing and share it with our YouTube listeners so we can get this thing going on, brothers and sisters. We're talking about faith. 
forwarding all issues towards heaven. F-A-I-T-H, forwarding all issues towards heaven. That's what we're talking about today on the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. So let's go ahead and get this thing started. We're going to go ahead and turn and face the east. If we have any sisters out there, please grab a hair covering. Um, if you want to know more about the hair covering, then we can teach you about that too. It's in um, the book of Corinthians. Um, and it just says that any woman praying or prophesying um, should have her hair covered. That's not n- nothing that we want you to do. It's not because we're a cult or anything. We want you to look funny. And see, society has made a, a good image <clears throat> of what, what Middle Easterners look like. And so when we say hair covering, the first thing you think about is Muslims and the people in the Middle East. That has nothing to do with the word of God, brothers and sisters, and we'll go and we'll read that to you if you desire for us to show you what the word says. And if there's any brothers out there that don't have or that have a hat on their head, then please put on a head covering, brothers and sisters. So with that being said, I think my brother has made it here. We're going to go ahead and start and get into our prayer, and we're going to go ahead and get into this word, brothers and sisters. Peace and blessings, everybody who just made it out there. You ready for our prayer, my brother? Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get ready and get into our prayer. I am an Israelite, brothers and sisters, the chosen of God. Come on, brother. All right. Yes, sir. Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come again to say thank you. Father God, we want to thank you for the safe return of Brother Black Ice and Sister Black Ice. We thank you, Father God, for every ear that's listening via YouTube or Facebook, Father God. We pray that... This word today, Father God, would be edified and, and that you would be glorified. Allow them that have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say as we read it, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get this thing together, brothers and sisters, in the, in the spirit of peace and in the spirit of love. Again, we don't come to judge. Jesus said he didn't even come to judge. So what do we look like, brothers and sisters, judging? No, brothers and sisters, we're all in this journey and in this fight together. We're going to go ahead and put on our YouTube link up. Let's see. All right. I think we're ready for our YouTube. John Mac. Okay. Uh, Brother Messenger, if you could reach there for me over there. Get our YouTube link up. All right. Yeah, just move it over, stretch it over a little bit. I was trying to get people to see the shirt a little bit, so I I moved the table back a little bit, but we're going to work that thing out. Make sure the bottom right is on. The bottom right is not on. There you go. There you go. So now we just got to angle it. Okay, guys, we're getting ready for our YouTube setup. And again, share this live feed, share this video. Um, Just make sure that it's on the um, ledge over there. Put it back on there. There you go. Uh, Faith, brothers and sisters, is what we're dealing with tonight. Forwarding all issues to heaven. That's all we're on there? Okay, cool. There you go. Just bring that up a little bit. There you go. 
Let me see drop down a little bit. Okay, cool. I think we're ready, brothers and sisters. Forwarding all issues to heaven. There you go. Let me get over here. Talk to the people, bro. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Glad to see everybody checking in. Continue to share. Continue to get people to come on this live feed. Uh, the more we get the people in, the more, you know, the word gets spread. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. All right. We're going to switch one more time. <laughs> All right, cool. I think we're ready now, brothers and sisters. There we go. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and start our YouTube um, link up and get ready to go ahead and start our show video. All right. Brothers and sisters, we thank you again for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice. And I'm your host, The Messenger. And we got another explosive show for you today, and it is, Brother Messenger, faith forwarding all issues towards heaven. Again, right, faith. faith. Come on now. Forwarding all issues towards heaven. I think we just about got this thing right, brothers and sisters. Yes. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and get started with our lesson tonight. And we're going to go ahead and do a couple of things, brothers and sisters, that, man, when I was putting together this lesson, I was in Jamaica, brothers and sisters, and there were so many distractions hmm. <laughs> while I was there. There were so many different distractions while I was there. And uh, on the islands, but you know, the main thing, one of the things that I'm proud of, I was talking to our brothers and sisters in Jamaica, and I was sharing with them that they were Israelites, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Oh, and the brother was like, I'm an African. I said, Africa is a continent. There are many different nations on Africa. Which one of the nations in Africa do you belong to? And he really couldn't tell me. So I proceeded to show him through the word of God in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, his history that was laid out. And then I took him from there, brothers and sisters, to the Wikipedia where the Roman Jewish history was laid out and how we came to be spread throughout the continent of Africa, which was through, brothers and sisters, the Roman Jewish War in 70 A.D. And that war is actually talked about in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. So, again, if you did not see the exchange between the brother and I, then please go back yes. and look at it. Man, it was something. Go look at, go, it was something, go look at that exchange. Move over slightly to the right. All right, right there. Slightly to the right. Okay, cool. So the exchange was just beautiful, man. So I posted it on Facebook, the exchange. Uh, and it should be on the Truth Hour page, but yeah, if it's not, then it we're going to put it on the Truth Hour page uh, there. But, man, let's go ahead and get into tonight's lesson, which is faith, forwarding all issues, brothers and sisters, towards heaven. Now, let's go ahead and open this thing up. This lesson tonight um, deals strictly with faith. We say we believe, we say we trust God, but how far does that belief and trust go? When everything is going well, it's easy to say that we believe and have faith. But when things start going astray, awry, when tragedy starts to hit, when death 
begins to hit in the family. We, we lost our dad or we lost our mom or we lost our son or our daughter or, or, or divorces hit or jobs start to lay off or different things happen. Then how well do we really believe? Hmm. When we have health problems, how well do we really believe? When we have financial problems, how well do we really have faith? It seems at that point that our faith becomes shaken, brothers and sisters. Can we train ourselves? I'm going to say that again, train. Can we train ourselves to let go and let God? Come on. Can we train ourselves to do that and forward all issues towards heaven? Let us first deal, Brother Messenger, with the definition of faith. Okay. What does it mean and how is it defined? Let's look at both the Webster's Dictionary and let's look at the Bible. Let's go ahead and read what the definition of faith is first according to the dictionary. Go ahead, my brother. Having complete trust in something or someone. Synonyms, trust, belief, confidence, conviction. Trust. Faith is trust, brothers and sisters. Faith is trust. Come on, man. Now, let's look at the Bible's definition of what faith is. Just move that light a little bit further back, just slightly. Go ahead. There you go. That's good. So now, let's look at the Bible's definition of what faith is. Let's go to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and we're going to start this off with verse 1. Hebrews 11 and verse 1. This is the Bible's definition of what faith is. Go ahead. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence of of things hoped for. Faith is the the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So, brothers and sisters, here it is. We don't see air. Hmm. Never in a day in our lives have we seen air. But we got faith that it exists. We wake up every morning looking to breathe air, although we've never seen it. Hmm. Same thing it is with the Lord. You see the evidence of creation all around you. So if there's evidence of a creation, there must be a creator. Yes, sir. It must be a creator, brothers and sisters. Now, when you look at this thing, and a lot of people are funny acting when it comes to that. You, you see a car ride down the street. You see a Ford Fusion. Well, you know that was the creator of that car. Absolutely. You see an airplane fly in the sky. You know that Boeing, not you, brother. <laughs> yeah. You know that Boeing created this airplane. So everything you look at, you look at the creation And you can point in the direction of someone who made it. Except when it comes to the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, the sun, the moon, the star, the leaves on the tree. See, when we look at those things, then we want to get all dumbfounded and act like we don't know that there has to be a creator when we're looking at the creation. So now, brothers and sisters, we have never seen these things, but we know that they exist. So let's go ahead to the book of John, the third chapter, the book of St. John, the third chapter. And let's look at the evidence of our Lord all around us. John 3 and 16, brothers and sisters, go ahead. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever believes in him, stop right there. God gave his only begotten son. So for those who believe or have faith in him, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So this is the goal, brothers and sisters. The goal for us who live on this earth today is to learn how to live forever. Absolutely. Why would we go to church? Why would we be reading the Bible? Why would we want to do things that are right? Because we want the reward that is promised to us that comes with what doing right means, brothers messengers. Absolutely. So the Lord tells us right here that he sacrificed his son. The greatest definition of love is sacrifice. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. That those who believed in him, have faith in him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's go ahead and go a little bit further. Let's go to John, the 10th chapter. So turn over seven chapters. The faith is in the belief that Jesus has a reward for us who do well in this life. As the book of John says, we might have everlasting life. Everlasting life is the contingent, is, is contingent of our faith. And our walk in that faith. Let's read John the 10th chapter, verses 7 through 10. John the 10th chapter, verses 7 through 10. Go ahead, my brother. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. Wow. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Jesus is the door. By me, if any man enter in. He shall be saved. So by me, if any man enter in. So what happens if you're trying to get there without going through him? You cannot be saved, brothers and sisters. See, we like to skip over little words like if. If is the condition, brothers and sisters. So read that one more time, brother message. I am the door by me, if. I am the door by me, if. Any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life, mm. and that they may have it more abundantly. So see, some people misinterpret this scripture to mean that you're going to get the cars, the houses, the clothes, and those type of things. I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. No, brothers and sisters, the pharaohs tried that. <laughs> they tried to bury themselves in tombs in the pyramids with all kind of gold surrounded by them and all different kind of things. And guess what happened? Tomb raiders came and took all of that wealth. So now, if... He's talking about I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He's talking about a life that you can't die from, brothers and sisters. Eternal. Eternal life. And that does not happen in this flesh and blood body. But if you do well in this flesh and blood body, once you are resurrected, mm. then you'll be resurrected to the kingdom of God. You notice I didn't say to heaven. To the kingdom of God. You will be resurrected to the kingdom of God. But where will the kingdom of God be? What Jesus told you, were you listening? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come. come. So the kingdom is coming down, brothers and sisters, from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. 
So when the kingdom comes down here and you are resurrected, then this is the place that we desire to be because that's the place where you have life forever, more abundantly. Let's go ahead and keep reading, Brother Messenger. Let's go to Matthew, the 17th chapter. Now today, when we think about faith, the last thing on a person's mind is everlasting life, brothers and sisters. But we just want our current situations to be dealt with. We just want to be healed from our health problems. Hmm. We want to be healed from our financial problems. We want to be healed from our issues with our children, with our spouses. We just want to be healed. When Jesus spoke about us having faith, he prescribed a measurement and a minimum amount of faith that we would need to deal with the mountains in our lives, Brother mm. Messenger. Come on. Let's go to Matthew, the 17th chapter, verses 14 through 20. I want you to check out what faith can do for you. Go ahead. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. You see that word lunatic? That's where the word lunatic came from. came from right here in the Bible, brothers and sisters, in the book of Matthew, the 17th chapter. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. For oftentimes he fallen into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him in, I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Mm. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? So the disciples are trying to figure out, we've been walking with you. We've been listening to you, Jesus. You're doing what you told us to do. And today we try to do what the Bible tells us to do. But do we really have faith, or are we just doing it just to be doing it? Do we really have faith? Go ahead and continue reading at verse 20. Let's see what Jesus said. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, uh, your lack of faith, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, mm. ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Brothers and sisters, Jesus said if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, these mountains in your life that you are dealing with, they can be moved, but it's contingent on your faith. You know how we have those life-altering situations? Absolutely. We may get into a car accident. We can't use our legs no more. Does that mean that we can't go anywhere anymore. We can't move anymore. No, brothers and sisters, slap on that wheelchair, get that seatbelt buckle in there, start moving, start going. Life's only in, brothers and sisters. We can't let these things in our life shake us and move us to the point where we don't have any quality of life anymore because things are not like they used to be. Change is inevitable. Change is going to come. Change is going to happen, brothers and sisters. It's all on how you receive it. God didn't say life was going to be easy. Absolutely not. He just said if you have faith, you will be able to manage 
in whatever situation that you find yourself in. Come on. Be prepared for change, brothers and sisters, because this is going it's going to come. It's, brother Messenger, man, I, you know, in my mind, I can get there, I can run around this whole neighborhood. In my mind. <laughs> Absolutely. In my mind, I can still get out there on the basketball court and play ball. I'm still doing it. In my mind, <laughs> mind I can go up there to the batting cage and still, you know what I'm saying, but my sight ain't like it used to be. My athletic skills are not like they used to be. Although my mind is there, my mind got to catch up with the reality of my situation. <laughs> Absolutely. So, brothers and sisters, we're just giving you some examples that you got to be able to make adjustments in this thing called life. And faith will allow you to make those adjustments, all right? So let's go ahead and keep this thing going on, Brother Messenger. We're having a good time, and we like to have a good time when we teach the Word of God. Let's go back to the book of Genesis, Brother Messenger, the second chapter. Now, Jesus never said that you wouldn't go through anything. God gave man a choice in the beginning. Man chose to disobey and receive the punishment for sin that God told him he would receive. So now let's look at why we die why we have health problems, why we going through what we're going through, and even why Jesus had to come in here and die. Let's look at the man who killed Jesus, brothers and sisters. Let's look at Adam. If Adam didn't do what he did, Jesus never would have had to die. Genesis 2, 7 through 9. <coughs> and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Oh, man became a living soul. So before the soul was alive, the soul was dead. And what was put inside of the soul was the spirit of God. So soul is the body. Spirit is what comes from God that makes the body move. So he breathed into the nostrils of man, and man became a living soul. Go ahead. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So the tree of life was Jesus and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was Satan. Let's go ahead and skip down to 15 through 17. <coughs> and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of knowledge and good, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So God put death on the table. Before this, death was not even mentioned in God's creation, brothers and sisters. So he said that the day that you commune or talk to Satan, which is the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. So we understand what happened. Eve spoke to Satan. Satan told her that she was naked, amongst other things. Eve told her husband. They hid themselves. God came and said, who told you you was naked? <laughs> Satan told them, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Genesis, the sixth chapter. Genesis, the sixth chapter. <coughs> man disobeyed God, and as promised, through man's sin came death, sickness, and trouble. Now it seems as if life we have is short right now, brothers and sisters. People used to live for hundreds of years. 
But after God looked into the heart of man and saw the evil in our thoughts, he cut years of life down drastically. Genesis 6, verses 1 and 2. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Now, brothers and sisters, some people think that this is angels. When it says that the sons of God saw the daughters of men and that they were fair, some people thought that this thing were angels, brothers and sisters, but we're going to show you that if these were angels, then they would not be able to marry. <coughs> Let's go to the book of Matthew. <coughs> Let's go to the book of Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Let me show you something on the way to show you something. Angels cannot marry, brothers and sisters. So these sons of God were not angels. These were flesh and blood men. Matthew 22nd, chapter 23 through 30. Go ahead, my the same day came to see the Sadducees which say that there is no resurrection. And asked him, saying, Master Moses said, If a man die, having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. Now there were with us seven brethren. And the first, when he had married a wife deceased and having no issue, left his wife unto his brother. Likewise, the second also, and the third unto the seventh. So there were seven brothers who married this one woman. And the reason why brother after brother kept marrying this woman, because every brother prior passed away and he, and he died. So go ahead. All seven of them had her. And last of all, the woman died also. Now she died. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? So out of all these brothers, these seven brothers who married this woman, and all of these seven brothers died. Eventually, she died. So, in the kingdom of God, whose wife among the seven brothers shall she be? Here's the answer that Jesus gave. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For angels, in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage. So angels don't marry, brothers and sisters. And in the resurrection, there is no marriage. So your wife won't be your wife in the resurrection. Your husband won't be your husband in the resurrection. We will all be brothers and sisters, joint heirs with Christ, and we will all be what Christ is. And Christ is God, brothers and sisters. Once we are no more flesh and blood... We become a part of the God family. Now you know that these sons of God who married the daughters of men were the sons of Cain and Seth who married the daughters of Cain. Now, let's go back, Brother Messenger, to Genesis, the sixth chapter, verse 3. Genesis, the sixth chapter, verse 3. Let's find out how many years God cut our lifespan down to when before we were living hundreds of years. Go ahead. And the Lord said, My spirit cannot always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. So man's lifespan has been cut down to a hundred and twenty years. So when people are all over Facebook telling you that this person is a hundred and forty-seven years old, and no, brothers and sisters. The maximum that you can live to is a hundred and twenty years according to the word of God. Now, 
let's go ahead to the book of Psalms, the 90th chapter. God said, you know what? Y'all still messing up. I'm going to cut y'all years down even less than 120 years. Yeah, it's going to be some people that make it up to that point, possibly, but the majority of y'all, let me show you how long y'all going to live, the majority of y'all. Uh, Psalms, the 90th chapter, verse 10. The days of our years are three score years and ten. Days of our year are three score years and ten. A score is 20 years. Three score is 60. So the days of our year are 60 and 10, which is 70 years. Continue. And if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet is strength, labor, and sorrow. So if by reason of strength we might be able to get up to 80 years. Now, again, this is why majority of the people pass away so young when we used to be living hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. But our faith, brothers and sisters, we lost that. We have to pay a penalty for our faith, brothers and sisters, being lost. We're going to go to the book of Job, brothers and sisters, the book of Job, the 14th chapter. I'm going to show you how short the lifespan of man is. Job, the 14th chapter, verse 1. Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. So we know that we're not going to live too long, and the life that we live is going to be full of trouble. Verses, it is what it is. It is what it is. Verses 12 through 14. So man lieth down and riseth not, till the heavens be no more. So wait a minute. Whoa. When, you, when you die... You don't rise nowhere, brothers and sisters. At least until the heavens are no more. So the millions of people, the billions of people who have died, they still lying down because heaven is still in existence. Well, wait a minute, I, I thought, I grew up in church, and they said our loved ones in heaven looking down, smiling on them. Right. So if the heavens, and, and nobody's going to rise until the heavens be no more, uh-huh. but the heavens is going away somewhere, why are we trying to access to get there? Yeah. So, so, so brothers and sisters, <clears throat> the way that it works is this way. Our loved ones who have passed away, they're in a state of rest, brothers and sisters, of unconsciousness, brothers and sisters. True peace is unconsciousness, because if they were able to know what was going on in this world today, seven people get killed in Chicago over the Memorial Day weekend. Twenty, thirty-something people get shot. <coughs> That's not peace, to be aware man, I just that heard, something was going on in your family. I just heard a young man, 21 years old, just got killed by a police Chicago police this afternoon. Brothers and sisters, so many things are going on. We had just had a young lady in Chicago who went somewhere because of a Facebook ad, went to get some clothing for her baby. They kidnapped her, slit her throat, and cut the baby from up out of her. She was pregnant. And then took the baby to the hospital and made it seem as if one of them just had the baby. So we got evil Amongst us, brothers and sisters, you think that that young lady who they killed and cut the baby out of 
her grandmother was looking down from heaven, smiling at her being killed and her baby being cut up out of her? No, brothers and sisters, somebody has lied to you. No. <clears throat> the Bible says that the dead in Christ shall raise first at his coming. He ain't came yet, brothers and sisters. So if he ain't came yet, then the dead in Christ ain't even rose yet. So let's read what this Bible says. Instead of listening to all the things that have been said to us over a period of time that we haven't been able to fact check with this book. And this is where your faith comes in at. See, when you're listening to what people say, it is not founded in this book. Then it's hard to have faith in something that has no foundation. But this word that we're reading has foundation. So now when you have faith in this word that has foundation, you're able to deal with those mountains in your life that have come. And you've had some very big problems that you've been dealing with and experiencing, brothers and sisters. Mm. Let's go ahead and continue, Brother Messenger. Uh, let's go to the book of Isaiah, the 41st chapter. The book of Isaiah, the 41st chapter. Now, despite what we are going through, God is always here to help us through difficult times and hardships. Some of us are battling enemies externally, and some of us are battling enemy, enemies internally. The Lord knows that he is here to fight your battles. All he asks is that we believe and have faith in him. Isaiah 41, 8 through 14. But thou, but thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Thou whom I have taken from the end of the earth, and called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. You think you don't have enough strength to deal with what you're going through? God will strengthen you, brothers and sisters. Go ahead. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all that they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. So you ain't got to worry about your enemies. Anybody that comes against you, you ain't got to worry about them because God is going to deal with them. Ooh. <clears throat> wow. They shall be as nothing, <sighs> and that they strive with thee shall perish. Wow, brothers and sisters. I mean, you know, what we're dealing with today on today's show, we're learning so much. Move a little bit to the right. We're learning so much on today's show, brothers and sisters, that we always want to defend our honor. We always want to defend ourselves. But you got to let your character speak for you. You got to let your walk speak for you. You got to let your actions, what comes out of your mouth, what comes through your hands, you got to let that speak for you. And then let God do the rest, brothers and sisters. It ain't on everybody's radar to like you. It ain't on everybody's radar to like what comes from you. All you need to be worried about is God approves of what comes from you. And if somebody don't like it and somebody's speaking against you and, and is working against you, then let God deal with them. See, once you start doing that, they become a distraction. 
and they throw you off the course where you be thinking so much about them that you forget your mission. That you forget your mission. You got a story to tell. Some of you all ain't even supposed to be alive right now. Some of you all supposed to be six feet under the ground, but God spared you. And all he wants you to do is tell your story and tell people how good he is. You can't tell people how good he is because you're too worried about what people thinking about you, what people saying about you. Come on, brothers and sisters. It's time to get mature in the word of God. Did we finish that out, Brother Messenger? No, we had a... 13. Okay, go ahead and finish it. 12. Go ahead and finish it. Thou shalt seek them and shalt not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing, as that thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou warm, Jacob and ye men of Israel, I will help thee, said the Lord. And thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. See, brothers and sisters, especially those of us who consider ourselves African-American. You know, and I'm talking about the ones in this country. Our Jamaican brothers, we got to salute you too. But for those of us who are descendants of the transatlantic ex- slave trade, transatlantic slave trade, this is dealing directly with you. God knew that you would be captives in a land that did not belong to us. He knew how we would be treated. He is the one who put us in the condition that we are in. But see, when we read this Bible, you've been trained to think that this, not, that, that this does not pertain to you. This pertains directly towards you, brothers and sisters. So the message that he's given to the children of Israel, he's given to you. And he's given to us. And all we got to do is heed what that message is. Come on, Brother Messenger, let's go. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the 6th chapter, verses 11 and 12. Ephesians, the 6th chapter, verses 11 and 12. We got some hope today, brothers and sisters. We got some good news that we bring it to you today, brothers and sisters. Ephesians, the 6th chapter, verses 11 and 12, two verses. Put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. See, brothers and sisters, look at, look at what we're dealing with. Look, look at what we're dealing with. We, this is not just the flesh and blood. My cousin and I had a conversation about this earlier, about how these spirits get into people. Mm. Come on. See, your son is not the same child that you brought into this world. Your daughter is not the same child that you brought into this world. Some of your friends are not the same friends that you had when you were children. They've allowed the spirit of this world get into their body and influence them. That's all Satan did was influence Eve. That's all he did was influence. So they're, they're looking into this world and what this world deems as sexy and as, and as popular. And they're going after that, brothers and sisters. And there was once when we went after that. 
Absolutely. <laughs> and God eventually reached out and touched us. Some of us, he reached, some of the, some of us, he was able to get because we had tragedies that happened to us in our life, and we had surrendered and given up. Okay, Lord, I didn't try it in my way. It's time now. I'm gonna let go and let God. I'm forwarding all issues towards heaven, which is our subject and title of our lesson today. Forwarding all issues towards heaven, brothers and sisters. This is what we're talking about. So we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Don't you know that there are still fallen angels and evil spirits? Still. Still. Wandering around, brothers and sisters. And this is why the book of Corinthians says to the women that they should wear a covering over their head. Because the influence that comes from these evil demons and these evil spirits are real. And God knew that the closest thing to a man is a woman. And a woman because of a man's love for her, could turn her or him, brothers and sisters. So when you're wearing the head covering, women, you're not just wearing it just to be obedient to this word. That's, that, that's the majority part of it. But you are also protecting yourself against these evil spirits that are roaming this, this earth that came down with Satan. Looking that's, to it. That, that's trying to suggest things to you. Subtle <coughs> Man, let's go to the book of um, Proverbs, message. Okay. I'm now. Let's go to the book of Proverbs. Excuse me, y'all. I, I got a little bit temperature difference. It's about a 30-degree te- temperature difference between where I came from and Chicago. So we're going to go to the book of um, Proverbs, brothers and sisters. Now, we are always looking at things through our own two eyes and not the spirit. Our understanding is not God's understanding, and our thoughts are not like God's thoughts. This is why it is important to understand God's words, his statutes, his laws, and his commandments. In them, there comes a peace of mind, even during the storm, Brother Messenger. Come on. Proverbs, the third chapter, verses 1 through 8. Proverbs, the third chapter, verses 1 through 8. Go ahead, my brother. My son, forget not my law. Oh, hold on, wait, wait a minute. Wait, a minute. Wait, wait, wait. There are people that right now that tell you we ain't no longer under the law. No, we are under the But the Lord says, don't, son, don't forget my law. So if anybody comes to you and tells you that we no longer under the law, they are antichrist. And send them straight to Proverbs 3, verse 1. And then they're going to tell you, well, we don't read the Old Testament no more. Come on, brothers and sisters. (laughs) Proverbs, the third chapter, verses 1 through 8. We start with the topic here. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall thy add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about the neck. Hold on. Bind my laws and my commandments about thy neck? The neck is connected to the head. So once you learn the word of God, brothers and sisters, then the words become a part of your mind. So when he says, I'm going to engrave my words in your heart, he's talking about engraving the words in your mind. 
where you will begin to know this thing by heart. You don't have to look at tablets of stone. You don't have to open up the book to read it because it's right here. He said, I will bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. And when it says heart, it's talking about the mind. Go ahead. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. Trust the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thy own understanding, brothers and sisters. Come on now. Now, we've tried to do things on our own so many times, and when things didn't go the way that you thought they were going to go, then you turn around like, what did I do wrong? You lean on your own understanding and not the understanding of God because God says if your enemy is hungry and if your enemy is thirsty, give him a drink. Brothers and sisters, forgiveness is what you forgot about. You know, I, I started to put up a stat the other day on Facebook. You know, I'm, I'm organizing my 30-year class reunion. And there was a young lady that everything that I said, she turned around and tried to knock it down. And so many people in my class was like, I like the way you're dealing with her. You're not responding. You're not, there was no need to respond. And then she put up a screenshot of the price of the resort being $1,554. I didn't respond. Now, the price that she put up was for this year in May. It's already May. So you know the price going to be $1,500. If you try to go somewhere the same month that – you know what I'm saying? But the trip is for next year, man. So she kind of figured it out. She took it down. So when I finally got the price, and the price was $648 per person, I put that up, and I was typing. One of our classmates wrote that this trip was $1,500. Isn't it nice that we got a discount, and it's $648 half of what our classmate thought that it would be? I was typing that, man. I'm telling you, I and then something told me, don't do that. You don't even have to do that. People are just going to know anyway. And I just backspace, 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 backspace. <laughs> and I deleted it because my understanding was to take this little swipe at a person that had been taking swipes to me this whole time that I've been planning this thing for the class, and God worked it out. I didn't even have to do it. I just put it up there. People knew what it was, and I didn't even get a response from her once I, once I put up the new uh, price up there. But I'm just saying all this to say, brothers and sisters, we don't have to fight those battles. The Lord is there. He would do those things for us. But the main thing, he said, forget not out my words. Don't forget my commandments, my son. If you don't know his words, if you don't know his commandments, his statutes and his laws, then you would think that what you are doing is right. When actually what you are doing is contrary to what the word of God says. We finished that out, didn't we? No. Okay, go ahead. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bone. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to the bone, brothers and sisters. Man, that is be- that's 
beautiful. That's poetry right there, brothers and sisters. That's right. That's right. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, the 55th chapter. The book of Isaiah, the 55th chapter. Uh, I'm not feeling 100 today, brothers and sisters. Some of you all may see that I'm nasally or whatever. got some mucus up in here. But I couldn't wait to get back to Jamaica to be on air live on Tuesday with you all sharing the word of God, brothers and sisters. Isaiah, the 55th chapter. Verses 6 through 9, uh, Isaiah 55, 6 through 9. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Mm. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God he will be abundantly pardoned. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, said the Lord. For as heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your, your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So, brothers and sisters, the Lord wants everybody to come to him. There may be some people that have done some things in their life or may even be doing some things in their life. But you still got a chance to turn around. You still got a chance to make things right that you have done wrong, brothers and sisters. That's why the Bible says, be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. Nobody is perfect. He says right here, he says, let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy on them, brothers and sisters. But let me let, let let me say this. Let me interject real quick. Verse six is so important. It says, "Seek ye the Lord while he may be found." So he ain't gonna always be available to be found. Because when it's over, <laughs> it's over. You got from the time that you start breathing until the time that you. Exhale and take that last breath, brothers. And don't wait until it's too late. Let's go to the book of Psalms, the 125th chapter. We almost over, brothers and sisters. I appreciate my brothers and sisters in Team Truth Hour who jumped in and um, threw some scriptures up in here um, to help a brother out. It's been a very long day, um, but uh, I, I thank the Lord, brothers and sisters. Now, we have been talking about choices the past few weeks. Remember, ops and robbers, mm-hmm. transformers and Decepticon. And I can't even remember the title of the last lesson. You remember the title of the last lesson? Somebody put it up in there. Uh, but we've been talking about choices the past few weeks. God will give sanctuary to his faithful and death, even the lake of fire, to those who turn from him. If the righteous should turn... Let him come back into the fold. That's what we were just reading. God does not rejoice in the killing of the righteous who have gone wicked. He wants them to come back, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Psalms, the 125th chapter. And we're going to read that whole chapter, verses 1 through 5. Go ahead, my brother. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth even forever. 
For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth their hands unto iniquity. Do good, O Lord, unto those that be good, and to them that are upright in their hearts. As for such as turn aside unto their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them forth with the workers of iniquity. So, brothers and sisters, when you turn and you continue to stand that way, the Lord said, I'm going to lead you while I'm leading the wicked, which is the lake of fire, brothers and sisters. Continue. But peace shall be upon Israel. But peace shall be upon Israel, brothers and sisters. Now, let's go ahead and close this thing out. We've got two more places to go, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Now, we talked about how we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. We talked about that, brothers and sisters. Now, singing and praising and shouting are all good, but that won't protect you in your time of trouble. There is only one thing that will protect you in your time of trouble, brothers and sisters. Only one thing that's going to protect you. Faith, belief, and obedience in the Word of God is the only protection Comfort and solace in our time of trouble. Let's learn how to deal with all the issues in our life and forward all issues towards heaven. Let's, let's read about what they are. Ephesians, the 6th chapter, verses 13 through 18. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. What is the whole armor of God? That ye may be able to withstand in the evil days and having done all to stand. Mm-hmm. Stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth. That's the word of God. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. That's the word of God. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That's the word of God. Above all, taking the shield of faith. That's the word of God. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. If you don't know the word of God, brothers and sisters, how can you protect yourself? How can you have faith? If you're just listening to what people are saying. And you don't take time to get in this book and research. This is why when we come on Tuesday nights, live on air, we ask that you go get your Bible. We ask that you read this word with us. We ask that you take your notes down. You know what the title is. The title is Faith, Forwarding All Issues Towards Heaven. Write that down as a title. Then start writing down all the scriptures that we are giving you. Learn as much as you can about faith. Master that subject, faith. Then next week, we give you another title. Then we give you all the other scriptures that's pertaining to that title. Master that subject. Research those scriptures. Go back and read them for yourself. Then the next week, write another. We're we showing you how to do this thing, brothers and sisters. But if you're just watching, if you're just listening, that's fine and that's beautiful. That's a good start. But the Lord wants you to know this word for yourself because that's the only way that you can begin to protect yourself against the wilds of Satan. Put
putting on the whole armor of God, which is none other than the word of God. Did we finish the last one? Which is 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Brothers and sisters, let's close this thing out. Book of Ecclesiastics, the 12th chapter. Let's go ahead and close this thing out. If you have faith in God, he only requires you to do two things. If you have faith in God, he only requires you to do two things, brothers and sisters. Let's read what they are. Ephesians 12, verses 13 through 14. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. Fear God and keep his commandments. If somebody told you that you don't have to keep his commandments no more, then they're taking away your salvation. They are robbing you of your salvation. They are anti-Christ. They're telling you to do something that God told you to do, which is against him. Let me read that again. Read that again. Slow it down for him, Brother Messer. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. This, the whole matter meaning the conclusion of life. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's basically it. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Fear God, keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of of man. Did you finish that up? For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So if you think you're getting away with something, brothers and sisters, no, we're not getting away with anything. We have to be accountable for everything that we do. But again, it's not too late to turn, not too late to come to God. It's not too late to get in his word. It's not too late to accept Jesus, Yeshua, as your Lord and Savior, brothers and sisters. Jesus, the same God that gave you the laws in the Old Testament, the same God who came in the flesh and died for your sins, brothers and sisters, is the same one that wants you to come to him today. So, faith, forwarding all issues towards heaven. Thank you for listening tonight. Brother Messenger, give us your last word. My last word is actually an assignment. I want each and every one of you to get a sheet of paper. I want you to draw like we did in school back in the day. We used to trace our hands. But I want you to trace your your feet, both of your feet. And I want you to write, once you got it and your, your, it's outlined, I want you to write T-H-E-W-O-R-D-O-F-G-O-D, the Word of God. I want you to write it on that, and I want you to put it in your shoe. And once you put it in your shoe, anytime any issue come up, you can always remember that you're standing on the Word of God. I like that. I like that, Brother Messenger. I like that. Before you guys go, I want to do 
an exercise real quick before you guys go. I want to do an exercise real quick. Uh, Brother Messenger, I want you to stand up a little bit. Now, I want to show you guys something. I want to use this as an example. I want you to stand right here, right? I want you to take your hands, point it out that way, like, like this, you know, just like that. All right? Now, I want you to don't move this body, okay? But I want you to turn as far as you can to the right. That's as far as you can turn? Okay. You see where I'm at? This is where I'm at, all right? This, this right here is exactly where my shoulder is. This is how far he has turned. Now what I want you to do is turn back around, all right? This time, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to see yourself, and I want you to have faith that you can turn even further than how far you turned when you was looking at it with your own eyes. Go ahead and turn now, as far as you can turn. I want you to open your eyes now. The distance between me and him, I'm going to step back, is right here. So with his faith, without sight, brothers and sisters, he could see he was able to turn another foot from the position that he was in with his eyes closed. And that's why the Lord says we walk by faith and not Let's go ahead and turn around and pray, brother. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to say thank you yet again for another wonderful lesson. Father God, we want to thank you, Father God, for every ear, for every person that's tuned in, Father God. We, Father God, we pray that their faith was increased today, Father God, and that they will send and forward all issues that they have toward heaven. Father God, we pray that you would watch over each and every one of us as we depart from this place, but not from your presence. Keep us safe, Father God, our family, and give us traveling mercy and graces for those who have to, to travel to get to where they're going. All these things will we ask in your mighty son, Jesus Christ's name, praying that your people were edified, and more importantly, that you were glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Good job, brother. Good job. I want you all to do what I told you with your feet. Outline it. Write the word of God on it. Put it in your shoe and stand on it. Because when you're standing on the word of God, nothing, nothing can come against you. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. Please share this. Listen, guys, if you want to be included on our text message invite list, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. If you want to be added to our text message reminder list, you'll get a message right before we go live on air with the title of the lesson and... Um, probably a beautiful flyer to go with it, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Uh, man, this, this has been a beautiful 
lesson yes, tonight, sir. Brother Nessun. Absolutely, brother. Look, man, I'm out, y'all. We, we out, man. We out. Peace. Yeah. Peace. It's crazy, man, because uh, in the middle of the lesson. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.